Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It's The Wave. That is The Wave. The weekly news and chat show. From the world famous Bottom of the Stream. Yeah. I'm just switching it up. <laughs> I like it. Thanks. Did we do our names? We did. We did, yeah. How are you, Nick? Yeah, I'm great. Yeah. Good, great, good, great. Good. Good. Good is the new way to say great and good. Been up to much? That's, uh, started fantastically. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been up to much. I mean... I don't know. Possibly. Can't Maybe. really remember. <laughs> we had a barbecue, didn't we? We did, weekend? yeah. We had a nice barbecue. That was nice. Was that the, the last hot day? Yes. I just feel like pure shit. I want the sun back already. <laughs> Same. Same. I've had enough now. It's gone cold. Um, yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Very good. Like you say, we had a barbecue at the weekend. Done a few bits and bobs around the house. Just chilled out, really. It's been quite nice. Amazing. Yeah. Do you have any gossip? Uh, I'm just trying to rack my brains. I don't think I've got much gossip. No, nothing's going on I think really it, in the world. I it? feel like we're in a bit of a slow news. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's that we're coming to the dog days of summer. Yeah. The world's on hold. The nights are starting to draw in. They are. It was dark at like <laughs> half eight last night. I went out for a Turkish last because, night. That oh, was right, nice. I thought you were going to say turkey. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be just... Christmas soon. I went and had a turkey. <laughs> No, just Turkish. Was, it, was it a nice Turkish? It was, it was really nice. Was it a delight? It was, it was very tasty. We had to sit outside though, because the restaurant was so small, they couldn't fit us inside. Oh, lovely. So, uh, that was a bit chilly, but it was alright. It was nice. Would you it have meat right. on a stick? Meat, not on a stick, on okay. a plate, with some bread and some salads. Brilliant. Lots of meat, it was nice. I like Turkish food. Uh, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't go wrong with Turkish you can't go. For, you can't go wrong with meat and bread. No. You just can't. No, I guess you can't. You really can't. Uh, it's all in the cooking of the meat. <laughs> all in Absolutely. the seasoning. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I don't think anything particularly exciting has happened to me. Okay, so shall we just Since jump straight this time in? last week? If if it has, I can't really remember. Fair but enough. I will just you recreate halfway through the episode. That's fine. Just from misremembering anything. Jump in wherever you want. Uh, should we talk a little bit about last week's film? Yeah. Your. No. No. It wasn't your work. <laughs> no, that was before. Got time Ghosts of it? War. Ghosts of War, of course. Yeah, I still didn't think I liked it. <laughs> I, I like You didn't like I it. I did it's like number it. Number two in the stream. No, I did like it. I did like you it. You did like it. I, I I liked parts of it I really liked. I I still don't think I think you gave it a lot of credit for that twist. I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree. I I've I did I just sometimes think, you know. You're easily swayed by a timey-wimey Yeah, but I think also that twists you off them. If you know I'm going you seem to really to like, like... all of them. Yeah, but if you know I'm going to really like something, you go all negative on it. I wasn't negative on it. I just... The twist didn't do loads for me. What What would... All I'm saying is, what would have been wrong with just doing a good, scary war ghost film? Because that's Nothing. what it was. But that's me. not what it was. <laughs> it wasn't that. So that's fine. But hey... <laughs> It's second in the stream table. It's yeah. got to be. I'll no, play. I had a good time watching it. You did. It was, I had my issues with the ending. We both had yeah. our issues with the ending, but I enjoyed it more than you did. Uh, that's <laughs> fine. Shall we jump into Netflix? I, I do think, just just to qualify, by okay. the way, I, I I don't disagree where we put it. No, not at all. <laughs> Which might be more of a reflection on everything else. It reflects but, uh, on the stream table <laughs> a lot, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm comfortable where it, where it sits in second. I've got no problem with that. Good, 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 good. Shall we jump into some Netflix news? Yeah, loads of news this week. Oh, have we? Awesome. Uh, let's start with Netflix news and let's talk about Guillermo del Toro. 
Please do. Uh, because he has got, uh, in October, coming to Netflix, his anthology horror series. Okay. Uh, and the first trailer came out this week for that. It is called Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, eight different episodes and they all tell a different story with a different cast and a different director oh, okay for each installment like an almost like an anthology movie exactly the right word to uh yeah. choose for <laughs> for this uh we have got some titles oh, reveals okay. of directors and some of the cast oh cool That's exciting and it's quite the lineup go for it for some of these episodes Hit me with uh, some names. dreams in the witch house is directed by Catherine Hardwick. Oh, wow. Okay. Who did all the Twilights. Yeah. Um, and it stars Rupert Grint, uh, DJ Qualls, and Nia Vardolas. Excellent. And is based on a short story by H.P. Lovecraft. King who, uh, Del Toro is an unabashed yeah, fan doesn't, of. Doesn't really hide that, does he? Uh, Graveyard Rats is based on a short story by Henry Kuttner, stars David Hewlett, and is written and directed by Vincenzo Natale. Oh, wow. Do you know why we know him? Yep. Directed Cube. He did, indeed. Amongst other things. Uh, Guillermo Navarro, who was one of the guys behind Narcos, directs Lot 36, which is based on an original story by Del Toro. Uh, it stars Tim Blake Nelson. Okay. Uh, and Elpidia Carrillo. Nice name. Uh, Pickman's Model is another adaptation of a Lovecraft story. It's directed by Keith Thomas, who did Firestarter recently, mm. and stars Crispin Glover. Wow. And Ben Barnes. Oh, okay. He's a Netflix. He's been on Netflix before. Yeah. Uh, the Autopsy is written by David S. Goya. Uh, who wrote The Dark Knight, directed by David Pryor, and stars F. Murray Abraham. Excellent. Uh, Jennifer Kent directed The Babadook. She's also directing an episode That's of The Cabinet of Curiosities. That's pretty exciting. Uh, and her episode stars Essie Davis, who starred okay. in The Babadook. Babadook, yeah. Uh, it's based on another Del Toro short story. Uh, it also has Andrew Lincoln in that episode. Wow. Return to TV. Yeah. The Babadook's one of my favourite horror films of all time, so that's quite exciting. Sure. Uh, Anna Lily Amapour, who I think directed... I can't remember the name of the film, with Keanu Reeves in a desert and Jason Momoa <laughs> and the woman with a... no legs. <laughs> you know that really weird film we watched? Yes. Can't remember the name of it. Normally. She directed that. Well, she also directs The Outside. Uh, and that will star Kate Micucci. I can see you're, see you're still thinking, so I'm just um, going to Sorry, on. keep talking. Um, I think it's coming. <laughs> the viewing uh, is directed by the the people behind Mandy. Okay. Uh, Panos Cosmastos and Aaron Stewart on. That stars Eric Andre, Peter Weller, and Sophia Butella. Uh, what? That's a pretty star-studded lineup. That is, yeah. There's a lot of names For this there. collection. Yeah, for sure. Two episodes... Drop every day on Netflix for four days from October the 25th. Which means it will finish on October the 28th? Yes. Which is weird. Why not finish it on Halloween? <laughs> um, that's got to be good, hasn't it? Yeah, it sounds good, doesn't it? I'm sure there'll be some that are better than others, obviously. Sure. But yes, yeah, 
the, there's a lot of high big names in there. Yeah. Not some, without even thinking about Del Toro. He's, there's I, of... I like to think, like, imagine his meetings with Netflix, like, three years ago. He's like, oh, okay, I'll do Pinocchio for you. Yeah. But, uh, I also want to do this. Let me do this, please. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, I that, imagine that's Netflix how I like just sort of went, yeah, obviously, of course <laughs> yeah. you can do a TV yeah. show. Why not? You're Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah, we need, we need stuff for Halloween. Do it. Was it called The Bad Batch? Yes, I think it might have been. I, think it I was, was thinking it was like Badlands or something. Yeah, I think it was I the Bad was. Batch. I can see the poster in my head. Cool. That's, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Me too. Uh, about the Cabinet of Curiosities. Go and check the trailer if you haven't sure. already. Uh, the next big bit of Netflix news from this week is that you can also go and watch a trailer for Wednesday. It I... is the first look at Tim Burton's live action adam's family series i have watched the trailer and i think it's very good uh, it does look good it does look really good they, they've excited. done a good job with the trailer that is that is uh definitely uh undoubted um also to sort of back the release of that uh the showrunners miles miller and alfred goff have done an interview uh this week with vanity fair and and very much said their ambition isn't to make a remake or a reboot. They want it to be an eight-hour Tim Burton movie. I'm not sure that's the selling point that they think <laughs> it is, personally. Maybe 30 years ago, that was a selling point. Um, I'm up for a Tim Burton movie. I'm not sure I'm up for an eight-hour one, but this does look great. Yeah. Everything I've seen so far looks great. The imagery... I think Catherine Zeta-Jones as far as you can tell from a, a two-minute trailer. Yes, yeah, yeah, she looks amazing. She does. I mean, it's definitely from Luis Guzman a different take on Gomez. The, yeah, the hair's different for sure. <laughs> she Wednesday, the girl who's playing Wednesday looks great. The guy who's playing Pugsley looks great. They, they just look like a modern-day Adams family, <laughs> and I think it's going to really work. Uh, Miller said that this show is something that lives within the Venn diagram of other versions of. The Adams family. Uh, he says it is its own thing. It's not trying to be those movies or the 60s TV show. Um, that was very important to us and Tim Burton. I think that's fair. I mean, the Adams family story has been told so many times. Yeah. Let's spin it off and just do something different with it. I have no issue with that at all. Uh, Alfred Goff said uh, at this time, teasingly, we have no comment on Uncle Fester. Just cool. watch the show. Interesting. Because uh, he was notable by his absence in the trailer. Not cast. Uh, I'm not sure. I've not heard any casting yeah. for Fester. Maybe they're going to CGI it. Maybe. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Maybe Tim Burton's playing him. Maybe they just drop in the one from the the like the, uh, CG movie. From <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> and like just no one. Nobody mentioned it. Everyone just knows that was it. Yeah. It's, just a, it's just a cartoon. Yeah. Cool. I'm looking forward to Wednesday. It's coming. It hasn't got a release date yet, I don't think, has it? It's just coming soon. It it's it's fall. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Uh, the Russo Brothers. Okay. Hot off the Grey Man. Yep. For Netflix. Uh, are not going straight onto the Grey Man 2. Good. Uh, <laughs> you liked it. I did, yeah. I did like it. It's definitely going to happen. Yeah, of course it is. There's a whole oh, universe sure. coming, apparently. There's going to be TV spin-offs and everything. Uh, they... Uh, there's some more details come out this week about their next project, which is for Netflix. It is The Electric State. Ooh, okay. Uh, based on a sci-fi novel um, that came out 
uh, well, five years ago, well, four years ago, 2017, uh, Millie Bobby Brown will start in this. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and uh, they have been given a budget of $200 million. That's a lot of money. Basically the same as The Great Man. Wow. Uh, the movie is an adaptation of a Simon Stalinhag book. <laughs> <laughs> I really like saying his surname. <laughs> Uh, the synopsis of which is in 1997 a runaway teenager and her yellow toy robot travel west through a strange usa the ruins of a gigantic oh, the ruins of gigantic battle drones litter the countryside heaped together with the discarded trash of a high-tech consumerist society in decline as their car approaches the edge of the continent the world outside the window seems to be unraveling ever faster as if somewhere beyond the horizon, the hollow core of civilization has finally caved in. That sounds really good. So small scale. Um, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, last week, some more casting news was announced. So Millie Bobby Brown was already attached. Chris Pratt has okay. jumped on board. He's a busy man. Yeah. He's doing everything at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Okay. Wow. Is on board. Uh, Stanley Tucci. Blimey. Is on board. And uh, the shorter, slightly rounder Stanley Tucci, Jason Alexander, <laughs> is also on board. Okay. Uh, Brian Cox is in it only as a voice actor. Is he playing the robot? Possibly. Interesting. I'm just looking at this picture and it doesn't look real. These, these, I, think like it's, I, think, I think it's like concept art. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a drawing. It's, we're basically looking at a young girl with a robot in a car park in the desert yeah. with a sort of big robot crashed vehicle or robot next to them. Um, hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm, I don't know whether to be controversial or not. Okay. I'm not sure I like Millie Bobby Brown in that role, but I don't know anything about the film. <laughs> and what, why? But What's your I, gut telling you? That's interesting. My gut's telling me that... that she, has she done enough Netflix sci-fi already? Okay. I don't know if that's just me or what, but... But she's like Little Miss Netflix. Yeah, exactly. She's got Enola Holmes 2 coming out this autumn, hasn't she? she uh, the electric state uh, goes in front of the cameras in October. Okay, cool. So we're we talking next year. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Cool. Okay. Well, it must be seen. There's just something about Millie Bobby Brown being in it that doesn't quite sit right with me, and I don't really know why. Okay, fine. That's your. That's yeah. Just my instant reaction. Yeah. Next, some clever techie computery people nerds have <laughs> have been looking. I don't know how you get hold of this. Have been okay. looking uh, at the code behind the new ad-supported Netflix app. Okay, you're right. Um, and uh, according to the language in said code, uh, this has been discovered by by an independent developer. Um, Netflix are either limiting or denying completely the ability to download. Oh, and able to watch stuff offline. Mm, that's interesting. If you're on that tier. Uh, nothing official from Netflix, but that's, this is hot off the geek press. <laughs> hmm. uh, I guess that kind of makes sense. Because you could just go in and download shit and then you wouldn't get any of the adverts. I guess so. And I think uh, I think the Netflix CEO said 
earlier in the year that they wouldn't necessarily... I don't think he necessarily guaranteed that all content would be on the... No, I think he specifically said that it wouldn't. Yeah, but this I think... I don't know if this is... Maybe that's what he meant. Yeah, feels like it's um, maybe stretching that a little bit. But uh, yeah, well, well, remains to be seen when, as we start to get more info. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever done that, though. Downloaded? Yeah. I think I did when I went on holiday because I knew I wasn't going to get much service. Yeah. So I, was like, I took a couple just in case. Okay. But I don't think I ever watched them. Yeah, I don't think I've ever t- taken advantage of that feature. Normally. They don't really push it, do they? They don't really... No. It's one of those things that you can do, but nobody really knows that you can do. Next. I know, so I'm not even going to ask, okay. that you love a reality show. <laughs> it depends on the reality show, maybe. Well, Netflix have announced this week that they are bringing... Well, I was not aware of this program. Okay. I, I Having done a bit of reading, it seems that this uh, is a reality show that, that's in sort of the sort of around the 2010s caught on in the States. Right. Um, but they have commissioned uh, a reality TV competition series called The Mole. Right. Uh, this this has been, like I say, it was it was on ABC uh, back around two thousand and eight to ten or twelve, uh, around five years. A high stakes competition series uh, where twelve players must work together in challenges to add money to a pot that only one of them will win at the end. Okay. However, among the players, among us. Uh, is one person who has secretly secretly been designated as the mole and is tasked with sabotaging the group's money-making efforts. In the end, one player will outlast their competition, try and expose the mole, and win the prize. That actually does sound quite good. Yeah, I mean, but I I joke, but you can see why that has been brought back now. Yes. (laughs) You absolutely Uh, can. It is among us, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Netflix always twelve to eighteen months behind the year. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Among Us is about to come back in a big way. Oh, though. is it? It's getting a VR version. Okay, well, so there you go. I've actually signed up to be to to the beta. Oh, nice, nice. Let us know how so that I'll, is. Uh, I'll let you know if I get chosen. Uh, yeah, the mole. Um, is coming. Yeah, it's being filmed shortly. So cool. uh, coming to Netflix. Yeah, There's loads of good stuff coming to Netflix, isn't there? That's three decent things we've talked about already. So four decent things we've talked about already. Well. We are not finished yet good, good, because good. we've got two more. Uh, Netflix have announced that uh, their new anime series, C- Cyberpunk Edgerunners, cool. uh, is coming soon. Um, yeah. In fact, very soon, in about a month, September the 13th. That is less than a month. Uh, it That's is my a- mum's birthday. Oh, is it? Happy yeah. birthday. It's uh, not my birthday. <laughs> um... Yeah, September the 13th. Uh, what happened with the Cyberpunk in the end? Because it was like really anticipated, wasn't it? Yeah. And then the game. And then it, it, it was very buggy, wasn't it? It was very, very was buggy. It, fixed? it was I don't think it was ever really fixed. I think they just quietly patched a few things Did out. Did you ever play it? Never played it. Never played it. Um, I think it just kind of disappeared. It went away for a little while and came back. And I don't think it was ever the game that it was advertised or billed to be. I don't think it still is. Because it was... It was right aboard the hype train for that yeah, wasn't it when really that came was. out. Um, it nearly destroyed the whole industry when it came out and it was shit <laughs> <laughs> everybody was like i'm not playing games anymore um yeah september 13th uh so ten, a, a standalone of 10 episode story uh about 
a street kid trying to survive in Night City. Cool. So it's like a spin-off of the game? Yeah. Cool, okay. Yeah. Why not? Sounds good to me. More excited. This is what I'm more excited about. Okay. Uh, Netflix has announced that they are teaming up with the Blown Away producers for a new reality series called Drink Masters. It's blown away, except it's for mixologists. Oh, okay. So like cocktail-making reality show. Exactly. You could merge it with Blown Away and make them make all the glasses. You could, yeah. (laughs) The receptacle (laughs) and the drink. Uh, Okay. Yeah. October the 28th on Netflix. Uh, This one one has come out of Canada, in effect. Um, But yeah. um, 12 contestants from across North America have to complete challenges against the clock with one person getting their marching orders every episode until an ultimate drink master (laughs) is crowned. So, yeah, I'm excited. That does sound quite <laughs> exciting. I mean, I don't know how you can get 12 weeks out of making cocktails, but <laughs> okay. Do you, do you want to, Do you want the, the buzzwords? Yep. Do you want to know? What the, the... <laughs> right. So talk, how do you talk up a show about drinks? Uh, we are taking something cinematic with rich, elevated, distinct characters who are passionate and have a slightly unique, different quality from a lot of other shows out there. Something more optimistic, which is true to the values of our company, uh, says one of the producers. Uh, fine. Look, it's just dudes making some drinks. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to watch that. It also says it's not about what's in the glass, but what appears around the glass as part of that experience. <laughs> it's not just about your palate as well as the aromas. There you go. So it's going to be all like fizzing fog and yeah. all sorts of shit going on, isn't it? A lovely bouquet. We're definitely both going to watch that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Uh, Next. Just wanted a quick RIP for Anne Hesh. Yeah, what a tragic story. This yeah. Is. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, what a real, real um, sad end to anyone's life. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Just uh, this sort of all all happened not long after we finished last yeah, recording did, last yeah. week, so we we're a bit a bit behind on this one. But um, of course, she was in one of our movies. She was a couple yeah, of seasons ago. Catfight. Catfight. One of the most memorable movies I think we've had on this show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, was, something uh, else. That movie. It's basically one great big fight between two women. Yeah. The whole film. It's bizarre. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, uh, it sucks, is what it does. Yeah, and you know, thoughts to everyone who was sort of in and around that yeah. and affected by she it. She seems to have affected quite a lot of people on her way out we, as well. We, so. we won't go into the no, 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 not yeah. very nice details. She was beaten by her demons by the sounds of it, yeah. unfortunately. Next, next is uh, I thought quite who's that man? He looks like an old rock. <laughs> I thought this was quite topical, given what we're going to talk about on Real Talk this week. Okay. So, uh, because this is a movie that I had in my head at one point for my answer to Real Talk. Right. A tease. Uh, Warner Brothers uh, has announced that they're doing a new take on The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Because uh, we need that. Um, <laughs> Why not? Uh, Kenya Barris, who is the creator of Blackish, yep. the sitcom, uh, is on board to write and direct a new version of The Wizard of Oz. Um, what do you think to that? I feel like it's a story that hasn't been told as much as people think it has. There are a series of books set yes, there. Yes, there's lots of books, isn't there? Yeah. There's like 13. But the original Wizard of Oz film 
But then there's loads of different like spin-offs of the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Like Wicked and things like that. But I don't feel like the actual main bulk of the story has been told in the <laughs> film. <laughs> what what you're saying is that the uh, Wizard of Oz uh, cinematic universe has untapped potential. Very much so, <laughs> yes. Um, well, one of us are having a go. But I also feel like you could get away with a straight remake of the original, the 1939. Yeah, that, but that Sam Raimi one a few years ago was really boring. Yes, it was. The James Franco. But it was bonkers and it wasn't like, again, it wasn't like a straight retelling of the Wizard of Oz story, was yeah. it? It was a, he tried to be wacky with it. But I just literally just go in and tell that story. I think, um, I don't it feel like re- it's been done. It reminded me that, that, um, that remake reminded me of Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Where yeah, they, it was just so CG and I was like, this is just, they're very much living the same universe. got no charm and no, yeah. they're completely um, soulless, both of them. Yeah. Oh, that's a great word for them. Yeah. The only thing I liked about the James Franco one is when it went from black and white to colour when yeah. he went to Oz. I liked that bit, but yeah. Well, that happens in this, the original. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, look, uh, Warner Brothers is, is still the movie rights to this universe. So they're not going to sit on that, are they? No, nope, um, would they? They're doing something. Well, they have sat on it for like nearly 100 <laughs> years. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, We're cool. going back to Oz. I'm up for it. It's an interesting... Not the country or the prison. <laughs> It's an interesting universe to explore. Yeah. Definitely. Let's do it. The Wiz. The Wiz. <laughs> that was like the Michael, when Michael Jackson was him. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's never been done properly since, has yeah. it? It's always just been little weird spin-offs. Yeah. Do it properly. Tell me the actual story. Well, there's loads of news today. It's still going. Next. Uh, this one's especially for you. This one is exciting. <laughs> Kylie said to Jason, or the other way around. Um, it's very niche. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, exciting news if you are familiar with the work of uh, Garth Marenghi. Yeah. Uh, noted author, dream weaver and visionary uh, <laughs> plus actor. Uh, now, back, oh, it's got to be getting on for 15 years ago. There was a short-lived sitcom in this I country. more than that. Maybe 20. Yeah. Uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Uh, well, I think it might be more than that. I think it was late nineties, early two thousand. I'm not sure. I'm, it's it's. I'll look. You take a look. <laughs> well, he's back uh, because he's releasing a new book uh, okay. in November, as he says. Technically after Halloween, but I had an <laughs> argument with the editor and things got delayed a bit. Um, two thousand and four, the TV show. It consists of three short stories. Okay, uh, and it's called Terror Tome. Great name. <laughs> That's the most Garth Marenghi name. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm getting this. Yeah, hundred percent. One hundred percent. Curl up with this book and die. That's the uh, that's the tagline. Do you, want, do you want the official blurb? Yep. Uh, when horror writer Nick Steen gets sucked into a cursed typewriter by the terrifying typeface Dark Lord of the Prolix. The hellish visions inside his head are unleashed for real. Forced to fight his escaping imagination are leaking out of his own brain, Nick must defend the town of Storkford from its own fictional horrors, including a vascular necrosis-obsessed serial killer. I'm in. I'm all in. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, this all sounds like absolute codswallop. <laughs> I told you it was niche. It's very niche. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is a fantastic fantastic tv show and i think it's all available on all four on uh, as a streaming service yeah. in the uk i'm not sure where it'd be available anywhere else it in the has world a but definite cult following 100 and i am part of that cult following 
I got sent that um, news story twice this week by Did two you? different people. There you go. And yeah, it's right uh, up your alley. Yeah, it is right up my alley. I'm really excited. Check it out. If you're not checked out Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, you are missing out in life. Do it. Do it now. Next. Robert De Niro news. Robert De Niro news. Okay, this is interesting. Now, I hope you're sitting down. I am. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, <laughs> I usually have. Robert De Niro is going to do a gangster movie. What? Yeah. No. Uh, De Niro is going to star in a, a new movie by uh, director Barry Levinson. Uh, it's going to be based on a true story. It is called Wise Guys. <laughs> okay, that's not a, that's a very stereotypical name for a gangster movie. Uh, Wise Guys focuses on Vito Genovese and Frank Costello, two Italian-American crime bosses that ran their respective families in the middle of the 20th century. Uh, In 1957, Genovese attempted to assassinate Costello but failed, uh, although Costello was wounded and decided to retire, uh, as it says in this article, as much as one can retire (laughs) from the mafia. The twist is Bobby D... Robbie D, Robbie De Niro. Is going to play both parts. Okay. That's interesting. He's going all Nicholas Cage. <laughs> He's going all Eddie Murphy on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, the script for this movie yep. has been written by Nicholas Pileggi. Uh, if you know that name, that's because he wrote the book Wise Guy. All these things are called similar titles, <laughs> which isn't the book of this movie. <laughs> Wise Guy is the book... From which Goodfellas is based upon. So he's so he's written a book called Wise Guy and a film called Wise Guys. Yes. And they're not the same story. Correct. He needs to get a bit more imagination. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's interesting, isn't it? Robert De Niro playing the same role. Or playing two different roles in yeah. the same film. I'm, in, I'm interested. It's instantly made me interested. Because I'm not interested in a gangster movie. <laughs> Just if you tell, try and sell me a gangster movie, I'm not that Yeah, how was, um, how was The Irishman? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't tell you, I've still not seen it. But, but I like a twist, I like a gimmick, and that's a gimmick. You're, you're on board with the gimmick. I'm on board with the gimmick. Just be, Maybe just because it's Robert De Niro. Oh, I maybe. I think, I'm, I'm in. I'm yeah, on board. I'm in. I'm in. Sounds interesting. Okay, we'll, we'll give you more news on that if we get it. Okay, last bit of news. Last bit of news. Uh, unfortunately, another sad bit of news oh, okay. to end the, the week on. Uh, Wolfgang Peterson passed away this Oh, yeah, week I did see this. At 81. What a shame. Uh, I, I didn't realise he was this old. Um, yeah, absolutely a legendary body of work. Uh, probably, you know, maybe critically most famous for Das Boot. Yeah. Uh, which is, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I haven't ever seen it's it. It's about... Four hours long, so yep. that would probably put you off. Uh, I had some shoes. Isn't I it? had it on. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I had it on. I remember having it on VHS. It was like a double, <laughs> a double video. It's one of them films is definitely watched at university. I can't. It uh, always reminds me of Phoenix Nights. You know, Peter Case Phoenix <laughs> yes. Nights because they had the dust boot fruit machine. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I hear of it, it just makes me laugh. That's a great movie. Uh, but he also uh, directed In the Line of Fire, which was Clint Eastwood and John Malkovich yep. with his wooden gun. Uh, the Neverending Story. That was oh, well, his first big that. English language movie. Yeah, uh, and A Perfect Storm. That was uh, George Clooney, wasn't it? Yeah, I think and it was. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Big Flood. Yeah, Big yeah. Flood. <laughs> They're fishermen. <laughs> yeah, Big the, Flood. The sea is not. Oh no, it's not it's the one. In the I'm sea. Like, yeah, I know the, the film. The sea isn't just a that's big the, flood. <laughs> the sea is basically a big flood. It's not the film I was thinking of. Were I you thinking, thinking of, of The Impossible? No. No. 
is it called Perfect Rain or something like that? Hard Rain. Hard Rain. That's Christian Slater. Yes, that's the film Morgan I was thinking Freeman. of. Perfect Storms of Fishing. I think Mini the, Driver. The big waves on the boat, isn't it? Perfect Storm. Yeah. Perfect Storms, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. fishermen. Yes, I do remember it now. Yeah, 81. 81. Rest in peace, Wolfgang Peterson. Also, you have Norton name. You did. Do you still own your name after you die? Do you still own it? Do you still have it? What do you mean, do you still have it? Well, I said you did have an awesome name. Oh, right. But does he still have an awesome name? They say you die twice. Do you? Don't know. They say you die once when you die, and you die again the last time someone speaks your name. Oh, wow. That's deep, man. Yeah. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah. In which case, Wolfgang Peterson's going to be around for a while. Yeah, say his name, Vapor. Don't let him die out. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've watched a few things, but I have not dipped my toe into anything new. I've also uh, watched a few things, and they're not on this list anymore. <laughs> For some reason, our list has gone back to a previous version. I've just been I've watching Love memory. still. Okay. So into the last third and final series of that on Netflix. Good. Still great. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. Excellent. Uh, I've also, we've also started the third series of Never Have I Ever, which has just arrived this week on Netflix. It is good. John McEnroe is still narrating the Mindy Kaling, Mindy Kaling written series. I find that so random that John McEnroe <laughs> narrates He's that. good. He does a good voice. He's good. I'm glad he does. One of my favourite episodes of um, Curb Your Enthusiasm is one with John McEnroe in it, where he's got this like book of freaks and he just keeps going around yeah. showing him. He's really <laughs> proud of it. That is great. Um, yeah, John McEnroe. <laughs> people there you go say his name yeah he won't die three times he appears <laughs> over your shoulder I'm Anything not else? being serious good no no you've been done yes I watched I finished watching I mentioned last week I'd started watching The Most Hated Man on the Internet oh yes I did watch all three episodes okay. of that it is actually quite good yeah it's quite interesting how this guy got away with what he was getting away with sure just flabbergasting and the woman who brought him down it's just a little old lady, and it's brilliant. Ah, oh, good. <laughs> um, I also watched another three-part documentary called "I Just Killed My Dad." Yeah, you're really on this sort of light I'm, I'm on and the free breezy part. train of content, I, aren't you? I can't find a show to sink my teeth into, like right. a serial drama. There isn't doesn't appear to be one out there. So I'm watching a lot of documentaries and short documentary drama yeah. shows. "I Just Killed My Dad" is really good, but it's fucking heavy. Yeah, it's so dark, so heavy. I would recommend it, but just be prepared for the story you're about okay. to tell because it's it's deep. We we nearly started it yeah. the other night, and then uh, I told I said to my wife, "I watched this Woodstock documentary while you were away the <laughs> other week," and she's like, "Oh yeah, is it good?" I said, "Very good. You really enjoy it. Uh, you know, so it's, you like that sort of music, and yeah. it's just an amazing story." So I've watched that again. <laughs> you watched that again. So I've now watched that twice in two weeks. That's not a bad thing. What it's did great. she think of it? Did she? Oh, it? amazing. Same. Yeah. I, she was just like. Oh, I can't believe they did that. And I was like, you know, you just wait. <laughs> and then uh, that, in that final episode where everyone's just starting to go home and, uh, and the, the, um, the like events lady in the office just goes, oh, and then it got worse. <laughs> yeah. and my, my, my wife just literally went out loud. How can it get any worse? <laughs> but then it fucking does yeah. get worse. She's not wrong. That lady. She really um, not. 
I'm involved in a group chat with a few of our friends and there was some regret in there today that they weren't at this festival. <laughs> I can well <laughs> imagine exactly who would have <laughs> thought that they would have been in there. No matter what you think of... Absolute element. Whatever you think of that festival in 1999, that lineup is fucking insane. Oh, it's amazing. I've it's been so in, I think good. we've all been and had a look at the, what the lineup well, the line, was yeah, for was. this festival. That lineup is mad. It's a... The best of the nineteen, the nineteen ninety nine bands is the best of. My wife's a bit younger than me, yeah. and I was talking to someone at work about it today. Who's I've always said you need to watch this and think you'd like I've it. I've told everybody, and to they've watch watched it. two episodes. Yeah, said it's great, really enjoyed it, and and I was trying sort of trying to. This person is a bit younger, uh, and I was trying to say how big Limp Biscuit were at yeah. that time. I was like, you know, they they weren't necessarily they burned hot. People for don't quite a short while, but they were fucking everywhere. People don't realize how big Limbiscuit yeah. were. They were massive, um, absolutely massive. It was scary, really. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, we can't talk about this show anymore. It's no, we like can't. I week. can't recommend just, it enough. Go and either. watch it. We've literally <laughs> just railed my talk about don't. I just killed Sorry. my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but watch that as well. But it's it's yeah. Be prepared. Train wrecks amazing. Yeah, train wrecks amazing. <laughs> I just killed my dad. You might need some tissues in that last episode. It's it's, a, it's a heavy. Challenging wank. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it would be, but that's not what I meant. Um, I also watched a film. Okay, week. cool. I watched, actually watched a couple of films. Yeah. I watched Day Shift. Oh, yes. Is the new vampire yeah. movie for Netflix. How is original. it? Because I, I need to, well, I was going to get to it. It's fun. Yeah. It's nothing, it's nothing groundbreaking. Okay. It's just a fun vampire movie. Good fight sequences. Lots of good fight sequences. But over the top. Yeah. Um, you know, like vampire movies tend to go over the top a little bit with sure. their fight. There's a lots of like, you get kicked and your head flies off and your body goes flying off in the other direction. Yeah. There's lots of that sort of shit going on. Lots of gunshots where you go flying across the room. But yeah, Jamie Foxx, Snoop Dogg, other people are in it as well, I'm sure. It's, it's great. <laughs> Dave Franco. Dave Franco. One of my favourites. I love <laughs> Dave Franco. Um, yeah, check it out. It's really good. It's really good fun. I didn't mention last week. I've been to the. I went to the cinema. Okay. I went to see Bullet Train. Brad Pitt's new. Oh film. yeah, how was that? That's really good as yeah, well. Yeah, it looks. That's tremendous fun. The same thing. It's fun. Yeah. Action, fighty trains. Brad Pitt in a bucket hat. Well, what more? Brad Pitt in a bucket hat on a Japanese train. It's great. <laughs> I also went to the cinema this week and I watched Nope, Jordan yes. Peele's new film. Yeah. That's also great. Okay. I don't. I haven't seen anything bad for ages, <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> um, it's not what you'd expect from a Jordan Peele film. Okay. It isn't a horror film. Okay. I don't know why it's being billed as a horror film. Is it? It's not one. I don't think it, I didn't get the vibe it was billed as a horror film. I just it's not billed as anything and therein is the Yes, I de- guess you're right. the problem, not the problem. That's the deliberate it, it's literally just all the marketing and the trailers is there's a film trust this guy cuz he did these two other really yeah. good films and we're going to play on that trust and not tell you anything about uh, this movie that, i've seen four different trailers for which nope, isn't a bad thing I don't none know. of them are the trailer for the film that i saw on tuesday yeah, it's exactly. a completely different film to that jordan peele's name appears on the poster bigger than the title of the film yeah. it, they're literally selling it on this is jordan peele's third big film yeah. or whatever it is but it's it's completely different to get out of us yeah. it's, it's it couldn't be more different it's oh. i'm not going to tell you what it's about i'm not going to tell you no, anything about what it is it just needs to be experienced i feel like i'm missing something i feel like i watched something else too obviously Better Call Saul finished yesterday. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That last series of Better Call Saul is up there with Breaking Bad. Yeah. It's that good. I've already seen uh, several articles this week of, like, which is better. Why does something have to be better? They're both... I'm sure I'm, I'm behind on Better Call Saul. I will catch up. They can both just be amazing. They are both amazing. Exactly. They are 
I in my head now, they're the same show. Sure. That they that that's you that is one big TV it's show. It's one now. story. Yeah, it is a hundred percent. About story. different people. yeah, exactly. It's a hundred percent Breaking Bad is just a chapter in Saul Goodman's life. Yeah. And and there's a point in that show where the screen fades to black and it might as well say insert Breaking Bad here. Yeah. Because it is literally that stops there, then it starts there and we go straight after Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, it's, sure, sure. It's fantastic. Because you, you you said, I don't think this is giving anything away. I'm going to say anyway. Say you said a few weeks ago, Better Call Saul's wrapped up. Yeah, but, but there's still four or five episodes left. 100%. So, I, you know, that is the vibe I get that, you you know, Bake, Breaking Bad goes there. Yeah. And then, then we get you've got the rest of Better Call Saul. The whole story now, from the start of Better Call Saul, through Breaking Bad to the end of Better Call Saul, is Saul Goodman's life. Yeah. It's just what it is. Breaking Bad now is just a chapter of Saul Goodman's life. And they said at the beginning of the series, it will change the way you think about Breaking Bad. And and that's how they've achieved that. Yeah. Because Breaking Bad now is not a show about Walt and Jesse. It's this is the a chapter of what happened to Saul Goodman. Well, it still is both because he wasn't Jimmy. he wasn't in he didn't come into no. it till a bit late. No, but, it's but still yes, both. Yeah, but no, you're right. The whole story yeah. is Saul yeah, yeah. Goodman's story yeah. now. Which is mental, really, when you think about that. Yeah. They've achieved something incredible there. Yeah. It's incredible. That The last two episodes are as good as anything Breaking Bad ever did. Yeah. And I never thought I'd say that about Better Call Saul. The first four series are just like, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah. They're great. They are great. They though. are great. And they I know do what a really good job. Conversation yeah, before. it was one it's... of those shows where I was just like, I'll watch it. It's the best show I've ever seen about nothing. Yeah. And I'll watch it, but I'm never excited to watch it. Hmm. I got home from Tuesday, uh, work on Tuesday and put that last episode on before I'd even t- took my shoes off. <laughs> oh my I was word. like, I'm in, I'm down. That? I was going out, so I didn't have a lot of time. But I was like, that's how much this last season is different. Yeah. It's, it's it's remarkable TV. Brilliant. It, it really is. I can't speak highly enough of it. It's got nine point, the finale is 9.9 on IMDb. Yeah. And it will stay there. It will never go lower than that. Amazing. It's amazing. I mean... What's Vince Gilligan going to do next, though? That's what worries me. This is like, 30, what, 12 years in the, in the Albuquerque just, universe. Yeah. Hopefully he leaves it alone. Yeah, I think he should AMC go are going to make him want to do more. Of course, they're going to want to do. They're going to want more from that universe. I don't see what's left to tell. Well, there are bits... They're going to want Walt Jr. the college years. There are, st- there are characters that have still things to tie up, but I'm not interested in them. No. The, the one that was suggested to me that would slightly interest me maybe is the origin story of Gustavo Fring. But I don't feel like it needs it. I don't know it. if you necessarily want to mess with that mystique. No. Because I, I already thought... Oh, spoilers again. <laughs> I already thought... I, but I think this is years old. I already thought when he turned up in Better Call Saul, yeah. we've got to tread carefully here. Yeah. Because I quite like that he was just... I didn't know that much about him. You it's still, that villain thing, isn't it? You still don't know a lot about him. No, but no. you have you have learnt a lot more about yeah. him. But there's still the, yeah. there's still an air of where did he come from that sure. hasn't been told. So if there is a story to tell left, that's it. But I, I'm not interested in hearing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with how that whole universe has been wrapped up, and we'll hopefully it gets left alone. I certainly don't feel like you'd need a six seasons on a, a character like that. No. If anything, it'd be a movie. But yeah. I don't want this. What happened to Skylar? next for sure <laughs> well i think that's it i think that's everything i've seen this week okay i've been quite that's quite a lot to be fair should Good. we kick into some real talk before we get out of here 
Yeah, let's tackle the big questions. Ross, Never let it be said we don't tackle the big questions on Real Talk. Ross Cook made us tell the ask the big question this week. Yeah, well, I mean we're we're no one to back down from a challenge, no. and uh, one of our patrons, uh, Ross Cook, uh, made a suggestion for this week's Real Talk, and that is simply what is unequivocally the best movie ever made. We've always shied away a little bit from saying best. <laughs> yep. We always because go favourite, don't we? We say favourite because yeah. what's best? What is? How do you decide what is the best movie? Yeah. Without just going for your favourite. You think Cats is it. the best movie? Yeah. That's the best movie to you? Yeah. I think there's no way you would win that argument for various evidence. No, but. no. It's a tough question to answer. It really is. Um, but we're not talking favourites here. We're talking as a movie, this is the best movie. Yeah. What is it? Uh, shall I start with the Discord? Head into the Discord, Nick. Uh, we will start with Ross Cook because he made the suggestion. Uh, he, I Look, Ross, you've got an agenda. <laughs> Very much has got an agenda. <laughs> He's trying to push this agenda on everybody at the minute. The best movie unequivocally ever made, according to Ross Cook, is RRR. Now, I watched RRR. I've also seen RRR. Have you seen it? Now? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. I watched it with Ross. A few weeks ago, we did it on a live watch along yeah. on the Discord. It's great. It's a five star movie. Amazing. It's a ten out of ten movie. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's not the best movie ever made. Uh, Ross says my case for it being the best movie, uh, despite it not being English, it has taken the world by storm. Being many people's only Bollywood movie, it manages to hit multiple genres: action, comedy, romance, and uh, executes them all perfectly. The fact that there are zero animals in it. That's real animals, mind-boggling. Despite there being thousands of there's thousands animals of animals in it, in it uh, but none of them are real. Te- technically pioneering. Um, I don't know about that. It is able to be bombastic and subtle, often in the same time, uh, at the same time in the same scene. Um, um, I have issues with that. It is never subtle <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and also a cracking soundtrack. Look, it's yeah, it a great a movie. Soundtrack. It's a great movie. It's amazing. It looks amazing. It sounds amazing. Uh, it is just amazing. I mean. It's a masterpiece. Uh, it genuinely is a masterpiece. I, I five do, out of five. My challenge would be, I think there's some severe recency bias. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Of, of all the movies of this, all time, can something that's only been there for a few months be better than everything? I loved it. It's great. It's not the best movie ever. Move on. Okay. <laughs> Let's not give him the platform that he wants. <laughs> But do go out and watch RRR. It's on Netflix. It's great. Uh, it's on Netflix in the UK. I don't know about it elsewhere. But yeah, go and it's well worth your... It's Three well and a half hours or whatever it's on for. Uh, Smileyton comes in with Schindler's List. Uh, man, that is a a really good shout. It's hard to argue. I mean, it's, it's, it's important. <laughs> yeah. It's an important piece of filmmaking from an important piece of history. Um, it's beautifully made. It's beautifully shot. It's moving. It's technically amazing i that's a great shout i spoke to him briefly about it and he said as soon as he saw the question it popped into his head and he then couldn't get it out of his head and think of anything else so it had to be his answer and i think that says it all uh samuel holland nominates the prestige that's a random one isn't it uh, a lot of people love it's it it's a great film that is a really great film. i, I mean personally I, I, I i've said before i'm not a you're not the christopher, christopher nolan leaves me a bit cold um I mean, I love the way Sam's phrased it. Uh, it's uh, Wolverine versus Batman fighting to be the best <laughs> magician. 
Yeah, it's great. I would argue it's not even Christopher Nolan's best movie. Uh, with Z- Ziggy Stardust turns up halfway through as well. So, <laughs> you know. That is also true. I forgot he was in it. Yeah, I'd argue it's not even Nolan's best movie, but it is a great film. So I'm not going to take... You can't say to somebody you're wrong on this question, can you? You can't say, no, that's stupid, you're wrong. I can't, I'm not... I'm, not I, I'm certainly not going to say that Schindler's List or uh, is wrong. No, uh, definitely not. I'm not sure about the other two <laughs> <laughs> so far. Uh, Alex in the Discord says Jaws. Great shout. You can't argue with that. Uh, it Jaws changed is, movies. Changed all movies. Changed summer, horror movies massively. Summer movies, horror movies. Yeah. It changed the way movies are released. It yeah. Changed, it changed everything about Hollywood, really. Uh, and it's, it's, it's just a fucking brilliant film. Robot shark that didn't even work. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you're right. It's, it's diff- an all-timer. Yeah, it is. It's difficult to argue that one. Uh, Wayne in the Discord uh, is a bit on the fence because he's gone either Shawshank Redemption or Goodfellas. Shawshank was going to be mine. I think that's the right answer. I genuinely do think it's the right answer. I think it is the best movie ever made. I'm not going to pick it now because Wayne has. I'm glad somebody did. Yeah. I think it is the right answer. Uh, it's, it, look, it's right up there in the conversation. I, I've seen, my only, my, personally, I feel like I've seen it a lot. And I but that should be a good thing, yeah, shouldn't it? A, yeah. But it, it's always up there, isn't it? In these, when these sorts of conversations, yeah. I, I'm a little bit lower on it. Okay. But it's, it's great. I've not seen it for a few years. I mean, Goodfellas was one that, Good, instantly yeah. sprung into my mind. Goodfellas is a great show. Um, it's just amazing. Again, technically, those tracking shots, the story, the the performances, it's just, it's it's just brilliant. Yeah. Um, Morgan Freeman's voiceover in that. Then Shawshank, not Goodfellas. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, Shank. Yeah, there's a there's an honourable mention for Pulp Fiction, which again is something that I yeah was couldn't... pretty high upon. It was definitely on my shortlist yeah, as well. Couldn't argue it. It'd be on my shortlist. Yeah, just. Again, I remember the first time seeing that and just thinking, this is something very different yeah. and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like um, it a lot. Yeah, that's that's the Discord. That's the Discord done. What have you got? Uh, we've got a few on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Chris from the Time Splitters podcast comes out as quite often. He's a great yep. guy. Lovely man. Um, hard pressed to not say 1957's 12 Angry Men. Oh, that's a great shout. So he's put, a brilliant I, movie. Hard pressed to not say it, so I guess movie. I'll just say it. Uh, this was the first movie I can remember that left me stunned. A single set and 12 astounding actors. I don't think a film since then has collected that much talent in one room. Brilliant, brilliant. At its core, it's just so simple, yet it becomes amazingly profound and it is unfortunately still relevant today. Yeah. What other film can say all of that? Absolutely riveting. Um, I think actually I don't think well, I've ever seen it. You sh- and I definitely don't find should. It. I, I mean, I think, you know, taking the completely opposite tact to Ross Cook, that that's not unusual <laughs> i just think that a big factor in this for me is something that has stood the test of time yes you know that if we're talking the best movie ever something that's still relevant 30 40 50 years later exactly yeah um which brings me nicely onto the next one on twitter because uh another podcast called hooked on movies they picked casablanca a great shout the perfect storm of actors writing and timing yeah um, it's just it's iconic, isn't it? Ross then tweeted us again with RRR with <laughs> loads of gifts from it. <laughs> sort yourself out, man. <laughs> um, we had a few answers on Instagram as well, but I don't know how Instagram works. So let me just find still it. Still not after all these weeks. No, no, yeah. Still can't work it out. Uh, Ollie commented Shawshank Redemption. Again, I can't. You can argue with that. Uh, Becca commented The Truman Show. Yeah, nice, interesting choice. Yeah. Um, 
Again, the Truman Show is so relevant today. Yeah, hundred probably more than when yeah. it came out. It's probably yeah. more relevant now than when it came out. Yeah. So that says a lot about it. And it's a wonderful film. Yeah, it's great. I, I mean, how Jim Carrey did not get all the awards for that is... Jim Carrey... An absolute travesty. Have, yeah, Jim Carrey should have at least two Best Actor Oscars in his cabinet. Because the, the Truman Show is just And Man incredible. on the Moon. They're both incredible performances. Yeah. But it's only because he made the Mask and Ace Ventura that he doesn't have those Oscars. <laughs> it's a fact. It is a fact. What's yours? Or do you want me to do mine? Whichever. Uh, I could do mine. Go I mean, it. I I got a couple. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I, I think it's really tough to argue, again, what it means to the history of movies. Yeah. Uh, just, again, technically, it's it's just iconic. I, I think that's my pick. Okay. The the other one that I was kind of thinking about was, which might surprise a few people, was uh, Singing in the Rain. Yeah, it's a great show. Just, again, it's a movie about movies. It's about, um, you know, the end of the silent era and the, you know, the beginning of the talk is. Yeah. But it is also a classic movie itself. Yeah. With the, some of the most iconic sequences of all time. And they don't make them like that anymore. They really don't. The they big really studio don't. musical numbers. And again, that's a really important like period in, in movie history. That's also Brett Goldstein's answer to this, this question when on his is podcast. It? Yeah, if he gets asked that question on his podcast. I did not know that. That's his answer. Well, there so. you go. And revered company. <laughs> you I, are, absolutely. So that, that it was between those two. I think I'm just going to give it to The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Cool. Yeah. How Sounds about you? Uh, I got. I narrowed it down as well. I was. I was going to go with Shawshank Redemption, but I knew somebody else would pick it. I think you, you've got to have ET in the conversation. Yeah. I think that just deserves That's to be there. Spielberg's the, turned up like three times. Yeah. Though. Which says it all again. Doesn't yeah. It? It's, it's the fact that Spielberg makes great movies. Uh, but I think I'm going to pick. I think I'm going to pick The Goonies. Okay. <laughs> the best movie of all time the is best The Goonies. Movie of all time. It has everything. The Goonies. <laughs> It's comedy, horror, tension, suspense, pirates, romance, adventure, fun. What more do you want from a film? <laughs> what more do you want from a film? Uh, my honest answer is Shawshank Redemption. It is, for me, it's the perfect movie. There's nothing wrong with okay. it. It's great. But I'm going to, one, one week on this, I'm going to ban you from using Stephen King <laughs> stuff, by the way. That's... <laughs> That's why I went with The Goonies. <laughs> I'm picking The Goonies. End up. It's the best film ever made. Okay. It is. I love The Goonies. I know you do. Yeah. Everything about it is perfect. You wouldn't, and, you wouldn't but, change anything about the Goonies, and it takes it takes you back to our place. It does. I you know, it takes me back to watching it around my mate's house in his yeah. in his living room, you know, on a rainy afternoon when I was eight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's know. like it's the sound. It's evocative. The sound takes me back. It's got the that setting. Real I always wanted to be a Goonie. I still want to be a Goonie now. Yeah. It's just that eighties. It's the perfect eighties movie it's a great movie it feels like it feels very 80s it has an 80s vibe to it it's got everything you could possibly want from a film it's just the right answer i'm i'm not if gonna tell you you're wrong if it's not the Shawshank redemption it's the goonies <laughs> right I, I really enjoyed that that was me uh, too yeah a lot of uh, great suggestions there if anybody wants to come out of us with more please do we'll continue to talk about it but we'll have yeah. another real talk next week we will i think we've already got it but okay we'll, uh, We'll announce it into the Discord and into the socials in the early part of the week. Brilliant. This week's film. Let's talk about that briefly. Let's do that. Uh, we're going back. Way back. We've gone into the way back machine. We're going the furthest back we've ever been. It's the fir- I think it's the furthest back I've ever been. 
as okay. a film. I, I don't think I've ever watched an older film than okay. this. So, um, yeah, I picked. My, I played my wild card last week on the movie show, and we are going to watch 1936's Sweeney Todd and the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. It's the shortest movie we've ever done. It's the oldest movie we've ever done. Possibly the only movie we've ever done where everybody in it is dead. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's something I've never experienced before. I've never really watched a movie of that age. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting uh, thing to talk about. I, I'm just going to unashamedly jump on this and uh, back my own point up from real talk, though. Go for it. Uh, just just to point out of how what a technical masterpiece it was. The Wizard of Oz is only three years younger than the Demon Barber. That's mad, isn't it? Wow, that is actually quite mad. <laughs> that is quite mad. But that's fine. Look, uh, this is going to be really interesting. Uh, yeah, it's something we've got no experience in. It's something we've never done before. Yeah. It's a short, it's a really short film. It's only just over an hour long. It's a short film, but there's plenty to talk about. Yeah, we'll sure. have plenty to talk about. I don't think the episode a lot of is history shorter than normal. Well. So, right. Yeah. I, th- I think that uh, putting it in a stream table might be tricky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how do you compare it against loads of modern day movies? I don't know. Be fun. It it it's something that was made for an audience getting on for ninety years ago. Yeah. So how do you judge that today? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I can't wait to find out. I can't wait to find out either. So uh, yeah, come back on Thursday for the movie show, and we'll talk to you about that, and then we'll be back next Monday for another wave. Cheers. Bye.